Hey friends, several years ago I came across an image on Facebook which made me laugh when I first understood it. But then as I reflected on it, it made me think seriously on life. On the image there were two globes. One on the left one on the right and there was a line in between that separated the two globes these two globes were exactly the same they were copy and paste there was no difference between the globes however the statements written above each globe were different above the globe on the left it was written the world while you are alive or the world before you die on on top of the globe um on the right above the globe on the right it was written the world after you die so the world before you die and the world after you die they look exactly the same what does this mean this means that when i die when you die the world will not stop rotating because i died or because you died the sun will not stop to shine um it will not uh stop rising or setting things will continue people will mourn people will grieve but some people are going to have to move on with their lives as important as we are to god because we are created by god we are all important we are all created in the image of god we all have intrinsic value but we are not the most important person of the universe the most important person of the universe is god why god has always existed there was never a point or a period where god never existed The world came into existence through God. God was the one who brought the world into existence. After bringing the world into existence, God brought human beings into existence. Well, prior to the human beings, the plants, the sun, the moon, the animals. So everything else was brought into existence by God. So everything else depends on God to have life. If God goes away or if God dies then everything is going to stop the good thing is that God is eternal and God does not die but if i die things continue to operate i need god god doesn't need me a need in the sense of something we cannot live without i cannot live without water I cannot live long without food. But God can exist without me and God can exist without the world. As important as I am, we need to as we are as human beings, we need to get this straight. The only person who is needed in the sense that without this person, we cannot live, we cannot function. Everything breaks down is God, not me and you. but you see we have become so self-centered that we think that people will not be happy without us
we think we are more valuable than other people. All human beings are equally valuable. There is a song in, uh, in, entitled Jerusalem written by Jose Francisco. And one of the lines of the song says the following. Um, no one can replace your part. No one can replace your part. And that's profound. We are so valuable that no one can replace our part in the earth, the part that God has um, purposed us to play. And no one can replace our part or our presence in heaven. Wonderful. But we need to also recognize that if we don't go to heaven, heaven will not stop being heaven. Heaven will be perfect. Heaven will be great. Heaven will be joyous. Heaven will be wonderful. Why? Because God will be there. If you read Revelations 20 and 21, that, uh, John presents a theocentric and Christocentric uh, theology uh, concept, motif of heaven. Uh, why will there be no night? He says, because God and the Lamb will be the light. Why is there a crystal clear sea? Because it flows from the throne of God. Why won't there be any night? Because he'll be the light. Why um, will there be no tear nor crime? Because he will wipe away all tear. And so it is. there, there are more concepts there. And I invite you to take a look at it. Um, and so we need to acknowledge that the only person who we cannot live without is God. Now going to Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 12 to verse 17. Verse 12 Solomon says, Then I turned to consider wisdom, madness, and folly. For what will the man be like who comes after the king? He will do what has already been done. Solomon didn't like the fact that everything he did while he was alive, someone else will come and will have the capacity and capability to do the same. Now, this only becomes a problem if we are selfish enough to try to do things and have nobody else do them. If we are the only ones who want to do successful things, if we are the only ones who want to do amazing things. So when we discover that there are other people who can do what we can do, it frustrates us. So in 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 chapter I mean in verse 12 of chapter 2, Solomon says, "Everything I do as king, another king will come and will do it." This is not a problem unless we are selfish. Verse 13 says, And I realize that there is an advantage to wisdom over folly, like the advantage of light over darkness. Verse 14, The wise man has eyes in his head, but the fool walks in darkness. Yet I also knew that one fate comes to them both. Another interesting finding of Solomon. One fate comes to the foolish and to the wise. He says it's better to be wise. Life is better when you are wise. But the wise and the fool have a common fate. And one of them is death. Now, the th thinking on death daily, I think, would do humanity a lot of good. 
Sometimes we think we are immortal. Sometimes we think that our kingdoms will last forever. Read Daniel, the book of Daniel. Only Jesus' kingdom lasts forever. But we we have we think that um, we will live forever. Um, but l- let me go on. Um, verse fifteen. So I said to myself, "What happens to the fool will also happen to me." Why then have I been overly wise? And I said to myself that this is also futile. Um, I think there's something I need to clarify. If we accept Jesus, we will live forever in eternity. But if we don't, we won't live forever in eternity. And when I say that some of us think we will live forever in eternity, this is we do not realize that if we have life it's because of the grace of god and uh, being alive tomorrow is not a guarantee we can lose our lives anything can go wrong but sometimes we are so proud that we don't realize the gift of life that we have daily um that's what i meant when i say some of us think we will live forever this pride um of thinking of ourselves um uh as untouchables that others can die but we won't die others can have an accident but we won't have an accident others can get cancer but we can never have cancer that type of mentality um so in verse 15 he says that um what happens to the fool will also happen to me why then have i been overly wise well it seems that solomon at a certain point in his life he pursued wisdom for selfish reasons he pursued wisdom because he wanted to be distinguished from others um and i think well this is the only reason um that i can conceive uh for him to be angry if other people uh, who are not wise experience the same thing he experiences because in verse 15 he's saying Why have I been wise if the foolish will also experience the same things I've experienced? So in other words, it, it, there was a point in which he searched wisdom simply because he wanted to have different experiences than others. And when he discovered that the foolish will end up having the same experiences he had, he said, "Ah, this is foolish." And so selfish motives um uh for the pursuit of wisdom um pops out of this of this um verse so verse 16 he says for just like the fool there is no lasting remembrance of the wise man since in the days to come both will be forgotten how is it that the wise man dies just like the fool Let me read verse 17. Therefore, I hated life because the work that was done under the sun was distressing to me, for everything is futile and a pursuit of the wind. So, when he says everything is futile and a pursuit of the wind, he means that what happens to the wise also happens to the fool. But how is that futile? Well, it's futile if you are tr- are attempting to be wise because you want to have an excluded experience 
you 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 don't want anybody else to experience any good thing you've experienced also you have been humbled why because you've realized that what can happen to the wise can happen to the foolish they both experience hunger they both um experience death they both um can go through suffering and pain although one is wise and although one is foolish and so they are common denominators um that remind us that we all are human beings above all and so it was a humbling experience for him um and i hope this humbles you as much as it humbles um me may god bless you